Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, how are you this week? Uh, I'm glad it's coming to an end. (laughs) As you speak those words, it's Tuesday night. We still have three quarters of the week left, buddy. Uh, Okay. Thanks for bringing me down. (laughs) When our listeners are listening to this, it will be Thursday. Exactly, so, damn it. Like, good for them, but shit's for us right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's. I don't know, this time of year, I, I, I fucking hate goddamn UPS, and you depend on them to get their <laughs> That's shit. not what I was expecting you to say. I, I'm fucking supposed to see six implants tomorrow, and- Oh, no, and they're not here. They Well, I, they were supposed to be here last Wednesday, and I called Monday. Uh, I just figured it may be a couple extra days. They're like, we can't even find your order. Uh, they are got the wrong names on my account, and so they're supposed to overnight it, and then it didn't show up today. I, so I found out they mislabeled or missed something, so it'll, it'll be there tomorrow. The patient's showing up at 8 a.m. It's- That's uh, going to be tough. Yeah. How's your week? <laughs> I can't say anything like that has happened. Okay. Um, thankfully. Um, yeah. No, I used FedEx this week, so everything's been okay. good. <laughs> There's a plug for FedEx. Hey, guys, you might want to sponsor our web, our uh, podcast. I uh, I went last week to Boston okay. uh, last Friday. Uh, I took my last Yeah, my last trip of the year. I went to go visit the good folks at Pulp Dent. All right. Uh, an old dental company. Pulpton's been around for like forever. Yeah. Since like the 30s or 40s. Oh, I didn't realize it was um, that old. Yeah, they've been around for a long time and they've been owned by the same family kind of oh. since forever. Painless Parker? Yes, that's it. It's him <laughs> and his uh, his old lady are just running the show there. All right. Um, no, it's uh, it's some brothers that, that run it now. And I, I know one of their marketing managers fairly well from another company. Oh. And uh, they invited me out and... Uh, They've got this material. It's been out for a couple of years, but it's it's really starting to pick up some steam. It's called um, Activa, which not oh. to be confused with Activia, the yogurt that makes you shit. Okay, the poopy yogurt. So, yeah, unfortunately okay. named Activa. Don't call it Activia, <laughs> which we all <laughs> want to do. Oh, I just do. I um, yeah, it's a, I, it's ingrained in my it's it's yeah. it's uh, ingrained into my brain. The activia. It it is hard um, hard to break that. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah, hmm. I, I hung out with a polymer scientist. Oh, uh, and and a uh, molecular chemist by the name of Larry Wilson who invented it. Okay, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty special stuff. I don't know if you've ever used it. I haven't. I haven't because I thought it was going to make me poop. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's the deal. It's like I can't be doing this composite and have to get up and go to the bathroom. Right. Like, I got like, This is going to be a problem. Um, but no, it's you know, for forever, dentistry and dental materials have been like we've been sort of fixated on fluoride, right? Right, right. And, and come to find out, fluoride is not to. I'm like I'm not to active, not to activia <laughs> shit on fluoride, but okay. 
Fluoride's important, but there's also some other ions that are important as well. They get they get sort of ignored, like calcium and phosphate. Okay. And actually, though, like phosphate regulates how much fluoride goes into the tooth. Oh. So if you don't sort of make a material that modulates phosphate, you are capping, you know, how much fluoride can get in. And so we kind of went over a bunch of that stuff. And, and I want to say that I, it, I, I didn't know what to think of it going in, but mm-hmm. I have a much greater opinion of it now. And I, I'm going to start trying it. I'm going to start using on some stuff. And huh. they've, they've got some good data that's very short-term because it's a new material. Right? Uh, okay. Uh, um, but so hopefully it, as, uh, as time is, comes along. Is it acidulated phosphate? It is not. Um, it is... Like a whole thing that that I like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go back over my slides on it to to really reinforce it. Okay, uh, but there, there's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Yeah, do you remember all those all those types of fluorides in uh, in dental school? Acidulated phosphate just fluoride. Barely. And, I, well, just that that's the only term I remember. The rest of it, I I, I have no ABF, idea. Yeah, and then you got sodium fluoride, and you got stannous fluoride, sodium lauryl sulfate stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, th- I did a webinar on fluoride, and I have to go back and look at my notes. Um, yeah. Jesus, I'm the least qualified person to do any of this, Lance. Nothing. Seriously, like, I, I'm sitting at my desk, and on my desk, I just realized as I walk in here, it's the first time I've walked into my office in, mm-hmm. in my house since I did the fluoride, we- or since I did the glass ionomer webinar last week. Right. There is my operative dentistry textbook on the desk because I had it open during my class Ionomer <laughs> webinar where I read a couple of passages from it because Oh wow. Jesus. Like I there there's people out there like John Burgess uh-huh. and Nate Lawson who are like geniuses. And right. I guess when those guys are busy, they call me because <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing I can think of. They had to have tried John Burgess first. They couldn't get busy. the real talent, so he settled on yes. Josh. Yes, that has to be it because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I have to read it from a book. Oh my god! As long as you emphasis the syllable, you might sound yes. smart. Oh, we have such a good question based on that today. Um, <laughs> really? I just don't. It's such a I'm such a fraud, Lance. Okay. I'm such a fraud. Well, I won't. I, no, I won't tell anyone. And the good thing, no one listens to this podcast, so it's our yes, your secret right. is safe. You know what? I, I, it's so funny though because on one on one of the Facebook groups uh-huh. last week, somebody. And this should have been a question, but it's like almost even too boring to do as a question. Okay. Somebody bought glass anomer okay. for their office. Right. Uh, I don't remember a particular brand, but right. whatever it was. They're all the same. Um, and, and their assistant <laughs> opened up the box, took out the glass anomer, looked, pulled out the GC conditioner, right? Like the okay. glass anomer conditioner or right. polyacrylic acid. Uh-huh. Put it back in the box and just threw it away. Decided it wasn't <laughs> wasn't meaningful. And the funny thing, and so they were asking, like, how screwed am I without this polyacrylic acid? That was kind of the question. Okay. Was hey, my assistant threw away the polyacrylic acid. Uh, what can I use phosphoric acid or you know what else? And and I I knew the answer, Lance. Oh wow. Yeah. That's so weird. the polyacrylic acid, there's actually not good literature to support its use. Um, there's a bunch of studies on it, and there's only in one study did it show any kind of benefit. And the benefit was uh, a little less marginal staining on the restorations, the glass animal restorations used with polyacrylic acid. Hmm. Polyacrylic acid basically just um, frees up some extra calcium ions in the dentin okay. for the uh, in the in the uh, hydroxyapatite for the glass anomer to uh, ionically bond to. Okay. So, but if you were kind of if you had do a you know child, a little shit? Your 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 baby took the calcium out of your teeth anyway. So the yes, yeah, we've all heard that. <laughs> 
we've all heard that. I, I lost one tooth to each pregnancy. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> like, like the fetus specifically targeted that maxillary second premolar. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. All the other ones are fine. So that's the one. Totally screwed up my meridians. It reminded me of, uh, yes, the world systemic meridian you have to be very careful about. It reminded me, uh, do you remember the uh, the episode of The Simpsons where Bart got an A on a test? And it was because Krabappel and Skinner were making out in the classroom and he hid in the closet of the oh, yeah. of the classroom. And there was a poster of all the planets. And, and because he didn't want to listen to Skinner and Krabappel making out, he concentrated on the uh, poster of the planets. And so he's like, when I closed my eyes, all the answers were just in my head. It was like a whole different kind of cheating. And so that's like what this was. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this question got asked just after I'd like been cramming my mind with GI stuff. And it was like I closed my eyes and the answer was just there. It was a whole different kind of cheating, Lance. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fraud. Uh, um, I got some good news today. Oh. It's some actually amazing news. Oh. So we like to rail on Facebook and how it's the worst thing that's ever been invented. Yes. Well, I, like third or fourth worst thing because it was, you know, like those Chinese water torture machines or, or like any kind of torture machine. The right. rack. Okay. You know, like that mm-hmm. deal that would stretch you out. Like any of those torture machines I think would be up there as bad. I would well, say. they're not pleasant. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Not good. The, the the showers and uh, concentration camps, like whoever invented that is not, not right. a good invention. Right. And right. then it's Facebook, right? Like yep. those are the top three like worst inventions ever. Yeah. But this time it actually did some good. Oh. So I'm flipping through the old Facebook feed today. Uh-huh. And I see that Hootie and the Blowfish are going on tour again this summer. They're back. I saw that. The boys, Darius Rucker, Mark Bryan... Um, Sonny and Cher. Last name, yeah. Um, I used to know all the members. Professor of and Marianne. Profe- and- Professor Plum, um, <laughs> Captain Murder. Um, all of the, all your favorites are back. Um, and they're going on tour. And guess who's opening for Hootie and the Blowfish? I need to. I need you to put yourself in like 1998. Put yourself in a time machine. Go back to 1998. Mm. And think, who would chickadee chine the the Chinese chicken? You have oh, a drumstick and the brain starts. The bare tickling. naked ladies. Bare naked ladies are opening for Hootie and the Blowfish. Nice, I've seen uh, them. Don't mind if I do, Lance. Yes. I will be there. Tickets are already purchased. Third row, Ooh. center stage for the Austin concert on June thirteenth. I will be there with freaking bells on. In fact, so me and my best friend David from high school are uh-huh. going. Shouts to my friend David. Um, I even mentioned that I was going to get a 1991 Ford Probe to drive to the concert because <laughs> that shit is only fitting. That was my first car, nice. and that was the car that we just listened to a shit ton of Hootie and the Blowfish and Bare Naked Ladies. Nice. So had I not seen that post, I would have not known that like pre-sale started like last night at 10 p.m., jumped right on that, nice. got on the deal, got the Very tickets, cool. Ticketmaster Platinum. Um, I'm... Taking, I'm, I'm, I'm sparing no expense mm-hmm. to get a chance to see 50-something-year-old Hootie and the Blowfish <laughs> uh, play a little Hold My Hand, play a little Only Want to Be With You, play a little any of the hits from Cracked Review, Fairweather Johnson, uh, I- I- any of that stuff. Nice. Lancey, if you only knew what percentage of my high school weekends were, set, were spent going to various 
CD exchanges, Barnes and Nobles, Borders Music, looking for Japanese imported Hootie and the Blowfish singles. Wow. If you only knew how much of my time was devoted to that in high school. Wow. All right. Well, congrats. I'm stoked, buddy. Yeah. I'm stoked. I, I saw them a few years ago, probably circa 2007, uh-huh. 2008, something like that. It's been about 10 years. They were awesome. Super stoked to see them again. Very cool. This should be a fun time. Who would be like your version of that? Like, <sighs> like the quintessential band of your high school experience that you would like spend, mm. f- you know, hundreds of dollars to see today if they were touring again? Uh, it would either be New Order or REM. Yeah, I, is REM? Do they still tour? I mean, I, they're no. still kind of around, but are they? They don't tour anymore. The, it's been a couple years. Uh, since okay. they were actively touring, ever since uh, are they still a band? Is Stipe, or is it just Stipe on his own? Or I- no, the drummer quit. Bill Berry, he quit, but the rest of them kept touring for a while. And that seems like it's the easiest thing. Like if Stipe quit, right, right, right. <laughs> like the drummer is like, yeah, whatever. Is Stipe still there? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I, I know that uh, Peter Buck, the, the guitarist, actually lives out here in Seattle a bit. So sometimes I'll be at a concert at just a, some small pub. Like Robin Hitchcock was playing at the Crocodile, which is just a small venue. And suddenly I noticed, well, shit, Peter Buck is playing guitar for him. And the, the, the dude that uh, sang um, lead for Harvey Danger was singing backup. Yeah. And I'm like, what the? Oh, nice. This is cool. And then the, the dude, uh, Chris Ballou from uh, the lead singer of Presidents of the United States of America, jumped up to join yeah, him on his first song. So I'm sitting there going, wow. Okay, so what's, I guess the REM is out because Peter Buck's right here. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, bands, I don't know, go through these sort of tours or these like, periods of inactivity and then they're back or whatever. Yeah, um, I guess that's just the music scene. I don't know. Yeah, the, the scene's still um, big here in Seattle. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Ballou for, for President of the United States of America, now he's got he's touring in kind of a kid's thing called Casper Baby Pants. <laughs> is that a f- joke? No, it's real, but it's it's for kids. That's real? It's for kids. It's kind I think, of, is it actually good, though? I haven't heard. I see posters all the time for it, but I haven't actually heard any of the music. Do you remember the Wiggles? Yeah, I think it's in that vein. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure the Wiggles just got a ton of Oh, they have to. Don't you think? Oh, for sure. Oh, God. They were Australian, Jesus right? Lands. So they had accents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's I, a panty I, dropper. I, I, there, there were, like, milfy groupies for the Wiggles. Oh, for sure. God, that's Jesus. We we suck. We, we, the wrong we really did. What was I thinking? I should learn how to play guitar. Lance, this is an advice show. If you say so. We answer your questions. We answer questions. We find it all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit, and we have a banger of a question tonight. Oh yeah. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Nope. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best anesthetic? Because we all know that cocaine (laughs) is the greatest dental anesthetic of all time. We want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one. Listener Stevie Ray Vaughan asks, let me start this off by saying I'm no Bill Shakespeare. Is he a prosthodontist, Bill Shakespeare? I think you uh, see that guy that practices in Florida that does all the uh, the gold stuff with like those uh, those real thin right. margins, and he's got a he's got a partner who does all the buildups. Is uh, that Bill Shakespeare? Oh, see, I thought he was a periodontist because he's a. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Let me start this off by saying I'm no Bill Shakespeare. Definitely not a wordsmith. My grammar isn't perfect, but that being said, obviously poor grammar drives me nuts. You don't need a Harvard degree to know the difference between there, there, and there. They teach that in the second grade. How would you handle a team member who frequently speaks with just awful grammar? Uh-oh. Some of the most common ones are frustrated, <laughs> library, and drowned. Would you correct them in front of a patient? In private? Not say anything and continue to listen to the preschool babble. Thanks in advance for your insight. By the way, Alan Mead's intro to your podcast should say, here are Josh and Lance, not here is Josh and Lance, for <laughs> sake. Frustrated and M-A-S-R-V. Yeah, even Alan apologized. Should, but I, I... We left it. We liked I it. I think it's... We're, but it's like we're a unit, we come, right? We're, we are one. So we are singular. Yeah. We become one for the show. We're a hive mind. It's like the Trinity, you know, they're one and the same. They're three right. separate but unique and and unified. The, and the Josh, the Lance, and the Horny Spirit. Uh-huh. Those are the three, right? Those are the the three the holy the holy trinity of, of working interferences. That's our Godhead. <laughs> um all right. I love some of these ones are, are great. Frustrated, I I yeah. that's one that drives me up the wall yeah. is that a regional thing though i don't know I think that I, might be a regional thing. i hear it here too so yeah frustrated i hear all the time library i hear um and that's one of those let's yeah. I, I just googled frustrated and I'm, I'm seeing what comes up okay um i had an assistant she yeah. kept saying i seen this i seen that and uh, yeah I, yeah that's a weird tense thing that that i don't like um, I, so I, I had an assistant as well that used to say axed. <laughs> and so the problem with that is if you start correcting that, right. that's also potentially a little kind of a racial thing that I don't really want to get into. Yeah. W- was was there a difference in ethnicity for this person that kept saying it? There axed? was. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you definitely have to tread carefully there. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like when I go to Urban Dictionary and put in frustrated, uh-huh. like definition number two makes it sound like maybe this is an axe kind of thing. Oh. Oh, okay. So I just, <sighs> man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's a sticky wicket for sure. Yeah, you got you to be real careful, real, real careful about that. Um I get the same like I the same kind of stuff bugs me too, and and that's you know always kind of stuff that it, it's like a little detail mm-hmm. that's just sort of a tell about overall attitude towards things. Right, right, right. yeah. That that's the the main indicator that maybe there are other things that maybe they're not so careful with. Uh, do they check their work? I mean, do you want to if they're in charge of the books, are they really carrying the one? I mean, yeah. Right. The the li- the library I think is going to make its way out of relevance because yeah. does anybody go to the library anymore? Is that a, I, that's just a word we're not going to have to say anymore, right? I, I was surprised the other day I, I was out of town and I drove past a really gorgeous building and then I looked at the sign and it was the regional library and I'm like, wow, why? That there's a pretty library, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So, and it looked like it was used. The parking lot had a lot of cars in it, but uh, where I, were you? I was in Palm Springs. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, super hippy dippy yeah. liberal Palm Springs. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, <laughs> well, it's I've only ever been to Palm Springs once. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of well, it's traditionally you think of it as a retirement place, a lot of old people, but there are, there's a no, different... No, I think it's like the gay capital of... Palm Springs proper is gay. The, most of the retirees yeah. are in Indian Wells and uh, Palm Desert and, uh, you know, yeah. that Rancho Mirage. But yeah, it, it, the Palm Springs proper is, is very known for the uh, rainbow flag. The other thing here that Steve Ravon asks, uh, the other specific uh, common ones is drowned. Yeah. How many times in normal conversation that happens in front of a patient, are you talking about libraries or being drowned? Or are you drowning at the library? Library. That, yeah, like the library flooded. What yeah. was the, uh, there was that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, A Day After Tomorrow or something like that, okay. where the, they were got caught in the library while there was a flood and people drowned it outside. Don't <laughs> um, <laughs> so just like I. I've been practicing dentistry for like 13 or 14 years. I don't believe I've ever said the word library or drowned in front of a patient. I guess maybe other than uh, maybe the drowning thing, you know, you're prepping like a number two or something like that, and the uh, water from the high-speed handpiece is just shooting down their throat. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to drown you. Yeah. And so I guess this this says, we don't mean to be drowned, you. I suppose. And that's a a tough look for the assistant. (laughs) Tough look for my girl. Yeah. Or guy. And truthfully, they're there and there. They sound the same if they're speaking it, so I don't know that that's going to be an issue. Right. Yeah, that's that's the writing kind of thing. Yeah. I, I um, You guys have an email for the office? We do. Like that's separate than your personal email? It is. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I have one for my office as well, but I have a server. You know, I have it up. It's like IMAP or whatever, so... I have it up on my computer and I can kind of just see what comes out and what goes. Okay. And I'm pretty particular about punctuation and grammar in my email. Right. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a stickler, but I try to capitalize the right thing. Well, I mean, the right it, punctuation it reflects and, on you. Even though someone else may have written it, it's it's a reflection of right. that. So, yeah, I, I get it for sure. And I've had countless conversations about that yeah. with them and it's just not their thing. They speak well in person, but it's just all lowercase, yeah. kind of run-on sentences, and it's like, I can you write CLA yeah. format maybe, please? Right. Like, um, yeah. I so, they, so Stevie asks, how would you handle the team member? Would you correct them in front of a patient in private or not say anything and continue to listen to the preschool babble? I would not correct them in front of nope. a patient. No, never. Uh, Don't. That's a... That's a tough look for you. How? Yeah, no, that's, there's no way to do, if you try to make it jokey, it seems like you're making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, there's there's no way to handle this in front of it because the, the, the way that you treat your staff is the way that you're going to be judged by the patient. And, e- yeah. and if, even if they're just dumb as a mud fence, they are, the, the patient's not going to take it well if you berate dumb them. Dumb as a mud fence? Or dumb as a sack of hammers? Jesus, what are you, Sally Field from Forrest Gump? <laughs> Maybe. We're cousins. Um, very interesting. <laughs> Dumb as a mud fence. Stupid as a sack of hair? I mean... <laughs> I feel like there's some people who could use a sack of hair. <laughs> this is true. 
And where's the hair from? Where's the sack of hair from? Because if it's from your balls, <laughs> it's not stupid. It's gross. Right. It probably smells really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, don't, don't correct it in front of a patient. But then it's like, uh, even in per- like even in private, that's uh, yeah. You, you, if you're gonna even if you're gonna correct them in private, you got to prepare yourself for um, this affecting the relationship. They're they're going to take it personally. They're gonna if you make them feel too inferior too often, um, they're gone. Yeah, and and it's you, you know you're the smart rich yeah mean dentist always who had you know were coddled in their education or you know right and they're the ones that had to fight you know for everything it just it's 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 a weird time we're living in yeah and i feel like even this even something is like you know my mother used to say all the time she would correct me on double negatives and and all yeah all kinds of stuff Uh you know any any kind of thing she would she that I would misspeak grammatically, she would correct me on. But okay. she was my mother, and this was the 80s. <laughs> it's just a different time. <laughs> right, right. That's that's the I, thing. I, You're, she's supposed to. Yeah, right. I feel like now you're going to get opposed of, like, misappropriating. Oh, yeah. You know, all, all kinds of uh, uh, like culture and, man. I I think you got to suck it up, Shakespeare. Or, I think or you do. no, C.V. Ray. That's what, yeah. Whoever I'm talking to about. Speaking of, like, all right, you have a chance to have a drink with William Shakespeare or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh huh. You get you get one beer. Who's it going to be with? Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray Vaughan. There's no doubt about it. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan is infinitely cooler than oh, yeah. William Shakespeare. Yeah. Have you ever read that sense of conspiracy theory that like Shakespeare might not have even existed? I saw like a headline. I never did read. The stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. There, there's been all sorts of studies where they take this, you know, they have these softwares now where they can put in, Oh, if you know some stuff was written and, by the same person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It kind of analyzes writing styles and whatnot. Yeah. And it did find like some various different eras of Shakespeare kind of had different styles that maybe matched. Like Lord Byron is one person that's, uh, thought to maybe be uh, like part, the basically the basically William Shakespeare was a name like Alan Smithy. You, oh, do you know the whole yeah. story of Alan Smithy? Yeah, yeah. So if you're watching a movie and you see that it was directed by Alan Smithy, that basically means that that was a director who directed the movie and then Regretted the studio, it. yeah, the studio interfered with the cut of the movie or the way the movie was done. And so they don't want to put their name on it, so they put the name Alan Smithy on it. Uh-huh. Well, the and it's like so it could be from any number of, of directors. Well, the idea was is that a bunch of writers in England and in the UK at the time kind of got together and all kind of submitted these works and all published them under the name William Shakespeare, even though they were all written by different people. Gotcha. And uh, but it's never been definitively proven. But it's also not necessarily been definitively proven that everything that has William Shakespeare's name on it was written by the same person either. So gotcha. it's, it's interesting conspiracy theory stuff, but seriously, like if you're really into conspiracy theories, the Zodiac killer is such a much better conspiracy <laughs> for than sure. Don't, don't even waste your time. <laughs> um, I've fallen down a new rabbit hole Uh-oh. this week, Lance. Oh no. The Lindbergh baby. 
Oh, okay. Dude, crazy story. It's like the most famous guy in the world at the time. Yeah. Someone breaks into his house and kills his, like, kidnaps his baby and then gets some ransom money. And then they found out, like, oops, we dropped the baby when we were going down the ladder. Yeah. And the baby was dead the whole time and they just got some money out of it. Uh huh. Crazy story. Now, didn't crazy some, crazy story. didn't they put some guy to death? They did. Blamed him and, and, and it was totally, yeah. Well, so so the, the the prevailing sentiment amongst the conspiracy theorists is that Bruno Hauptmann is the guy who was put to put to death. Okay. He was definitely involved. Oh. He was definitely involved, but they only ever found one third of the ransom money at his house. Oh. So where's where's the other two thirds of the money? And it would never turned up like as being spent. So there was at least two other people involved. Hmm. Um, it's just that no one knows who. And so there's some thought that there were some people on the inside involved and there's a prominent conspiracy theory that Lindbergh himself was involved. It's crazy. Wow. I'm falling deep down a Charles Lindbergh baby rabbit hole. All right. How did did you trip upon this one? Was it a podcast where you're reading something? Uh, uh, PBS. Okay. (laughs) Right after Masterpiece Theater finished and you... Yeah. Hey, you know the show Nova on PBS? (laughs) Yes. It's, they had a Nova on this, oh, and so it just opened the freaking rabbit hole, and I've been watching YouTube videos on it. Um, oh. I'm so stupid, Lance. I'm so dumb. Well, I really, I know. I'm really stupid. There's a little bit of that. You heard the, the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne died a long time ago, and her, they were yes. imposters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My daughter, to- Bianca, is totally into that one, and so she would show me all this YouTube stuff uh, and get me watching. I'm like, huh? Well. Yeah, there's like moles that move in pictures <laughs> yes. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh-huh. I love a conspiracy theory, Lance. They're fun. I love, I love a conspiracy theory. They're fun. Uh, so don't even correct this person. Nope. Like, just deal with it. Yeah. It, this says in MA, which I'm assuming is is Massachusetts. Okay. That's what the email says, right? I'm going with that. Let me look at this again. Frustrated in, in MA. Yeah. Mm. That's got to be Massachusetts, right? I think so. I was just in Massachusetts. Yeah. I was in Boston. There's a fair amount of like country folk oh. that were like just New Englanders, you know? Okay. Like, yeah, no ma, you know, oh, those like, yeah. just those like, <laughs> like people from it's wicked like, awesome. Yeah, they're just they're not from they're not from Cambridge. They're not Harvard. There's a bunch right. of just like townies, right? Sure, they're just townies. The southeast, and, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so th- this, I mean, unless your practice is right out of right outside of Harvard Yard, yeah, um, it, you know, and you're only working on like people who are professor emeritus at Harvard, right? You're fine. <laughs> Your patients don't care. Yeah. They probably half of them talk the same way too. Yeah. Um. So you're good. Yeah. This just go. seems. Yeah. There, there seems to be. They're like. I think there's way more things to worry about in your practice than this. Right. Although I absolutely 100% get the pet peeve thing. Because I I have that shit too. I have stuff that just gets under my skin, and I can't literally think of anything else while that's happening. Yeah. And this seems like that for sure. Yeah. Yep. What's your? Do you have a pet peeve like this? Oh, I have several, and uh, yeah, I, obviously, I just swallow you fire people left and right. I just swallow you it. Swallow what? Yep. Like Rod Stewart. <laughs> oh, Rod! You gotta love Rod. <laughs> love, love Rod Stewart. Yeah. So just uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, do your best Rod Stewart impersonation. 
mm-hmm. swallow this four ounces of frustration, <laughs> of frustration, <laughs> and and live to fight another day is what I would pick your battles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the take home. Pick your battles. You only have to, you only have so much ammunition, Lance, and you don't want to get it wet on something like this. <laughs> something that's not going to affect your bottom line. Right, right. It can only harm you. So yes, move on. Question two. Okay. From Austin. No relation. Oh. <laughs> People, it's crazy. I'm not related to a guy whose first name is my last name. Who would have ever thought? Uh-huh. I'm going to a meeting at my school, parentheses, NYU, tomorrow, where we will exp- where they are to explain where the ninety thousand dollars per year tuition and fees are going. Any questions I should ask? So your brother went to NYU. He did. So this is I would love to have his input on this, and and unfortunately he's not on the show today. Right. Shouts shouts to Clint Timmerman. Ninety thousand dollars a year. Even though I feel like that's what I would have guessed it would have been, mm-hmm. just to hear that number and see that number on paper makes like gives me vasoconstriction all over my body. Yeah, I I get a vasovagal syncope reaction. I I, I can't even fathom ninety thousand dollars a year. And that's just the tuition. That's not all the other stuff to get through, right? It says tuitions and fees. Okay. Tuitions and fees. But if you're you're taking a loan, though, you're going to take a loan for living expenses, too. Right. I'm assuming that living expenses are not included in that. Right. So you're looking... 600000 by the time you're done, right? No? Well, I mean, all right, so... NYU is in Manhattan, yeah? Yeah, yeah, right down by Washington Square. Where did Clint live when he was there? He was on Waverly Place for the first two years, so... Like, was he in a crack house, or, like, where... It was a third floor or fourth floor of a walk-up, kind of a... Shared the place with, like, four other guys, five other guys, um, that uh, ended up working out. Waverly Place is just off of uh, Washington Square, um, and then he was on 27th and Lexington the last two years, uh, up in a place called Murray Hill, but they, they nicknamed it Curry Hill because of all the uh, Indian restaurants. <laughs> um, so it was an easy subway ride to get to NYU from, from where he was. Uh, the, the dental school itself is not near Washington Square. NYU is actually not a specific location, a specific building. It's, it's all over the place. It's ethereal. Okay. <laughs> it's most of the clinical education happens in Michael Appa's operatory, actually. <laughs> Probably the good education's there. Uh, yeah, they, they'll, the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he ever mention like what he was paying for rent? Oh yeah, he had this. This um, <laughs> I visited him his uh, right before he graduated, and he. Please had- tell me you got a hotel and that you didn't try to crash with him in his farty apartment with nine other dental students. So at this point he was married. So, uh, okay. And so I crashed on his, his couch for the first night, but then we took I'm sure, off. I'm sure his ex-wife loved that. Yeah. That, that was the beginning of the end. No, his, he had a, a, <laughs> a, a living room 
connected to the bedroom, and the hallway was also a kitchen. And he would wash his dishes, I think, in the shower. It was just, it was just a shithole. It was like twenty five hundred a month. Jesus. Oh my god, is that more than your house payment is? No. No. Okay. But it's not like that much less. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more than mine is, but it's not that much less. Um. So, all right. So let's just do some math. Like, so let's say you're living in that shithole. Uh huh. It's twenty five hundred a month. Uh huh. That's thirty grand a year just for that, and then you would guess another thirty thousand of living expenses. Other than that, I would guess like food sure. and shit. Yeah. So that's sixty thousand a year plus your ninety equals one hundred fifty. Yeah, one hundred fifty times four. So that's six hundred just for dental school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you specialize, and that's going to be more from there. But that's six hundred G's for dental school plus college. Mm-hmm. What are you getting for six hundred grand? <laughs> Seriously, like is Michael Appa doing all of your? Aesthetic education is Dennis Tarnow doing perio. Is Coice your pros and Spear your other pros? Oh, yeah. Is I mean, who like for that kind of money? Seriously, it should be not only an all-star team of of faculty. Yeah. It should be the freaking dream team. Like they should have GV black teaching operative, the like the resurrected body of GV black. They'll have like a Tupac hologram of GV black. Yes, exactly. Actually, a two, uh, having like get Tupac to teach me operative <laughs> yeah, that, for 600 grand a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually should get Clint on to describe what, what he got for what he spent. Cause he didn't spend a whole lot less than all that. I don't think. He graduated what eight or nine years ago? Uh, oh seven. So okay, so he graduated, 11. yeah, like eleven years ago. Uh-huh. So I'd love to know kind of what he was in the hole for back then and what he got. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that Dennis Tarnow was not his perio attending. I'm guessing that they may have gotten one guest lecture from Apple one time. Right. I think. Uh, I think news flash. That ain't worth six hundred grand. No. No. Jesus Christ! What are we doing to dental students? <sighs> Well, we are making sure that they're indentured servants for the rest of their life. Man, what for? So for six hundred grand, so we already kind of talked about the faculty. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have a student lounge? Yeah, sorta. I guess you'd call it that. Okay, we had some student lounges. Okay. If I'm paying six hundred grand, my the student lounges better have poles in them. Uh huh. With entertainment going. 24 hours a day. Just making it rain. For $600,000. Yeah. There, like, there better be access to that type of level of VIP champagne room type of entertainment options mm-hmm. at, at the dental school. Yeah. Um, I want a lease, not on like an Audi A4. I, like it included in the lease should be like an Audi A6 at the very minimum. Okay. Um. There should be like a, a butler of some sort. Not not a dental assistant, like a butler, like a guy in a in a tuxedo that's like cleaning up after you. Not an assistant. Right, right. Not, an Englishly trained butler who knows how to make like soft boiled eggs and shit. Well, I believe when he would go to the bathroom, there was a guy there handing out towels. Yes, totally. And not only like I want you to shake it for me, buddy. Oh, well, he wiped for six hundred grand. Yeah. 
Yeah, for six hundred grand, like you're taking care of the dirty work for me. Yeah. Um, I want Scrubs by um, Bruno Cuccinelli. Yep. That that are that are given to us. Um, would it kill you to have? Um, is it Petrosian caviar? What's the name of? Beluga. Like super. Yeah, it's like a brand. Oh, all right. Not entirely sure. We went to the Russian Let's tea room and had some, but I didn't look at the brands. Yeah, I'm not a fan of caviar. Yeah, Petrosian caviar. Okay. I'm not saying it every day, Petrosian caviar. Not caviar Friday. At lunch. Yeah, but like once a week. Yeah, totally. Taco Tuesday, but caviar Friday. Come on. And they're like carnitas tacos. Don't break out any of this like ground beef bullshit. This is 600 grand a year. I want carnitas. That's right. I want some Kobe um, beef yeah. ground up and then mate put in my tacos. Yeah, yeah. Kobe beef burgers mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. So we've got we've got Petrosian caviar on Friday. We've got Taco Tuesday with carnitas. We've got um, Kobe beef burger Wednesday. Uh, or okay, here I'm gonna negotiate this with you Wednesday, Lance, just for sort of the marketing effect on the menu. Okay. Instead of Kobe beef burger Wednesday, how about Wagyu, Wagyu Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds. It just sounds better. Yeah. I know it's maybe a slightly little bit decrease in quality, well, the, but the, the optics, the, the marketing of it, yeah, absolutely. the alliteration's great. Yeah. So why go Wednesday? What do we want on Monday? You know, like mm-hmm. oyster. Like I, I'd be down for some like oyster, uh, like un, uh, unlimited oyster bar kind of deal on Monday. Sure. Um, yeah. that kind of thing. Thursdays, and like Alaskan king crab legs. Yeah, why not? I mean, it just seems to We've got to keep it light because we've had tacos on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We've had burgers on Wednesday. I feel like the seafood kind of unlimited Alaskan king crab leg on Thursday right. sort of offsets that heaviness well, of... cleanse the palate, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and really get you ready for caviar Friday. Yeah, that makes sense. How do you get caviar stains out of Bruno Cuccinelli scrubs, Lance? That's what we all want to know now. Soak it in seltzer water. Oh, great idea. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, for 600K, like, that's kind of the stuff that I would be asking for. <laughs> like, those are the type of extras that I'm expecting Yeah. for 600K. Yeah, I I think it's only fair. For 600K, I want a direct chat line to Frank Spear so that I can ask him questions, like, while I'm studying for exams. Yeah, yeah. Like a one nine hundred spear talk, All right? And, and, and he'd be happy to of, do it. He'd be happy. Yeah, I I feel like he would, and I may ask him a few dirty questions, but I'm also going to ask him about like margin placements and stuff like that. Sure. And and preparation styles and whatnot. But I also might ask him what he's wearing. Yeah, and biologic width takes on a different meaning. Yes, Frank. Can I tell you about my biologic width right now? <laughs> Um. Yeah, six hundred G's. Ooh, ninety k a year. Wow, ninety k a year. When you graduated dental school, did you feel like you got ninety thousand dollars worth of education every year? Mm. I did not. I did. Now I I enjoyed dental school. I, I enjoyed dental school, and I learned a lot. I no, but I didn't expect it. So I think had I gone in knowing it was going to be that expensive, I think I would have yeah. gone into software or something. Yeah, I'm with that, you. That's a uh, wow. All right, Lance, are you ready to get into this banger of a Reddit question? Uh, we'll see. Okay. Caveat before I read this question. Okay. I went back to look for this question, and it must have been deleted by the moderators. Oh. So it's not out there anymore. 
but I happen to see it. If anybody wants to see a screen grab of it, I have it on my phone. I can send it to you. Lance has it now. Mm. So this, but this no longer exists on Reddit. So if you go looking for it, you're not going to find it. Weird. But I do have it. So if anybody wants to see it for proof that it existed, at one point I have that. So Reddit user <laughs> Almighty asks, more of an etiquette question, but should I change dentists? Parentheses NSFW. <laughs> Lance, what does NSFW stand for? <laughs> Not safe for work. And again, if you're listening to this at work, might want to hold off till the end of the day. Mm-hmm. If you have kids in the car, I might not have this on while your kids are in the car unless they're over 18. This is really embarrassing, but I wanted to get an opinion from the professional side. I've been going to the same dentist since I was a kid. So for more than half my life, he's thorough, kind, and funny. In short, he made me feel comfortable. So appointments weren't such a drag. Recently, he is thinking of retiring, and his son, who is my age, has joined the office and become a full-time dentist there. My care has been shifted to his son. Let's call him Junior. The problem is that I find Junior to be really attractive, and I also have a number of oral-related kinks. (laughs) I think we just find the title of the episode, Lance, (laughs) Oral-Related Kinks. Three words I never thought I would say in a row. Oral-Related Kinks. I've never I've never had a problem at dentist before, but I become incredibly aroused around Junior. Junior also has a habit of keeping his hands in my mouth while examining charts <laughs> slash talking to assistants, etc. Needless to say, my imagination goes wild and I end up leaving the appointment with soaked underwear, which means I have to change and compose myself before going back to work. I do try and keep myself from displaying any sort of pleasure, moaning, etc. And I think I do an okay job of concealing it, but I can't be certain. I'm worried that Junior can tell and that me being there makes him uncomfortable. I tend to tense up as well, and the appointments seem to last forever. I don't want to change clinics because I find the staff professional and easy to work with, but would it be the polite thing to do? Can you tell if a patient is getting aroused? Would you rather not deal with that? Man, Lance, can you tell? If I had a nickel for, <laughs> for every stain that was left behind in a chair, <laughs> for every for every mop up and operatory three. That's right. Um. So let's start there. Can you tell if a patient is getting around? I usually can't tell the arousal, but I can usually tell if they're kind of flirty or um, trying too hard. Usually, I've, you've been you've been practicing longer than me. Okay. Not once in twelve years of practicing dentistry plus two years in dental school have I ever felt like a patient was aroused <laughs> in the dental office. No, no, it has literally never happened. Nope. Literally never happened. No. So So if if it has, I could not tell. Yep. So that's a pretty definitive no. I see, I even if it happened I could not. Yeah, the arousal part no. The, the, so if they're flirty, they're that's a conscious effort. So if it's a person who's who's like nervous that they're letting on the, of their arousal, they're going to hide it. So if you're trying to hide your arousal, we're not going to know. Yeah, flirty and being aroused are completely right. different things. Exactly. Um, 
Would you rather not deal with that? Lance, I got to tell you, I deal with people who are pissed off, mm-hmm. who are in pain, yep. who are unhappy, who are pissed at their insurances for not paying for whatever. Yep. Just once I would love to deal with an aroused patient instead of that. Instead of all of those things that I'm normally used to working on. Tense. If I uh, if I could limit my practice to just to aroused, just aroused patients. Yeah, for sure. Specializing in patients with <laughs> oral related <laughs> kinks. Yeah. Lance Timmerman, DMD, Tuckwilla, Washington. Uh-huh. Um yeah, we are dealing with generally speaking people who are miserable about being there. Uh-huh. If I could find one person that was like, yeah, I love this. I can't get enough of this shit. Like, I, it would, do you know how much easier everything would be if I knew that they were having a good time? I don't care if it's down below the pants good time. Yeah. yeah. Do you? I, you know, now I want to advertise for people with oral related kinks. I, I need more. Seriously, need I'll more. charge you by the hour. Yes. Just I'll charge you by the minute, just like a 900 number. I'll just leave my fingers in your mouth. $30 a minute. That's it. That's it. We can just have as long as you want. I'll hang out all day just playing with your tongue, doing whatever, running my finger along your incisive papilla, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. My my services are for sale. $30 a minute. I'll do I'll do $30 for the first minute. 99 cents each additional minute after that. For sure. For sure. Easy. Because then what, because what are we looking at then? 30, like like a hundred, like a hundred dollars, $120 an hour for nothing. Like no, like even more like that. No overhead at all. My math skills are, are off. So if you did $30 for the first minute, 59 more. So that's like, yeah, that's $99, right? Around like, yeah, no, what shit? Yeah, ninety nine dollars an hour, ninety nine dollars an hour with no overhead. Well, I really need to get to three hundred an hour with no overhead. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be. Uh, All right, so we're making a hundred and fifty for the first five minutes. There you go. And then ninety nine cents a minute after that. Boom. And I'll I'll play with your tongue. I'll feel your frenulum. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll uh, palpate your parotid. Ducks. I'll even use my whatever whatever finger all the way to your uvula just to make sure it's still dangling. Whatever you freaking want, I am down for. Yeah, sounds like a okay. So, when I first read this question, Lance, Mm -hmm. I I need your opinion on my thought, and and I'd like our 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 audience's opinion on my initial thought too. Okay, because I think it may be like. You know, it's 2018, Okay. you know, and, and it's, I don't want to say it's a weird time, but it's like an enlightening time as far as gender relations, right? Okay. And, you know, the whole idea of like victim shaming, right? Or victim blaming, right? right? right. So mm-hmm. that's like, and, and this obviously is like a whole different stratosphere. I'm not trying to compare this to that, but... Um, you know, when someone gets gets raped or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, well, she was just asking for it right. like, with the way she dressed or whatever." Like that's that's a, a shitty thing to to say. Right. That's a, a shitty thing to think about somebody. That's you know, no matter how they dress, it's not an excuse for having their body violated. Right. You know, all all of that, all of those type of of caveats here. Sure. But my initial thought 
when I saw this was that this is somebody who would love to get some DMs from some dentists. Okay, yeah. They've got a kink. Yeah, oral-related, oral-fixated kink. An oral-related kink. Yeah. And so the idea of having a bunch of people that work in that field, like DMing them and sliding into their DMs and all of that stuff, Uh was that the purpose of this post? Do you think they really wanted to know if they should change dentists or were they just sort of... Uh, Fishing for DMs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that as a... It's it's not too broad of a leap. Am I like... Am I victim blaming? Because that... Is that... And I don't want to say like this person's a victim because there hasn't been any any crime here. Right, right. That's the first thing I thought, and I I just don't want to think that if that's not the right, if that's a tough look, right? I don't know. What you're saying is you tried to slide into the DMs and got shut down, and I I, I didn't because <laughs> okay. I actually um, saw this like right as I was starting my meeting with Pulp Dent, oh. and so I just screen grabbed it right quick. Gotcha. And by the time I went back to look for it to kind of see, oh, sort of what other comments were going on uh-huh. and what the discussion was and whatnot. It was already gone. Wow. Okay. So I, I did not get a chance to um, to see what even any other comments were or anything like that. Hmm. Um, and I, obviously, like, no chance to slide into to any DMs. All right. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, what is that a stretch for me to think that? That's literally the first thing that popped through my head. I don't think it's a stretch, uh, but I would. But that's not what you thought. No, no, it wasn't. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad I I'm glad I know that's not what you thought because that definitely was kind of my first thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a weird thing to post on the internet. Lance. It really is. It really is. Especially if you've got a bio attached to your your name that is uh, identifiable, because now you've admitted to getting wet in the nether regions at at a dental office. So. Literally admitted to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some things I just wouldn't share. Yet others. <laughs> yeah, just keep going to your dentist. That he, he either enjoys it and thinks about it too uh-huh. or has never noticed it. It's one of those two things. Yeah, well, and I'm pretty sure he just never noticed it. There's, there's so many he things. He never noticed it. I, I mean, I got freaking loops on. I can't barely see past three teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I think this is being blown way out of proportion. Probably. Um, let's go to their Reddit page. I, I just searched by their name, and that's where I found like I couldn't find that post anymore. So either they deleted it or the mods deleted it. One of the two. I uh, gotcha. Um, couple of things in Ask Reddit. What would you like to hear right about now? Hmm. Uh, I. <laughs> I don't know. Um, here's another thing. Ask Reddit. What thing do you still not understand even after having it explained to you? Huh. You got anything that pops into your head? No. Here's, here, here's what they said. Here's what her said. 
cricket. I've tried to watch several matches, read the rules, have family explain it to me. Nothing works. I just don't understand the ins and outs. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a good one from Ask Reddit. Serious Serious replies only. Arranged married Redditors who were in love with someone else prior to your wedding, how did it go? Was what was the easiest aspect to adjust to most difficult? This is a question about arranged marriage, and they previously previously said something about cricket, and said have family explain it to me. I'm thinking we're dealing with a yeah. someone of of Indian descent. I, here. I'm thinking an Indian, yeah. Um, Which is weird because I don't typically think of like an Indian woman having like a a crazy oral kink. Like that seems like the domain of the white woman. Um, but I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm wrong. They uh, have posted several times an anti-MLM, anti-mid-level marketing. So okay. I'm kind of down with that. Sure. I am way down on that. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> this is great. This is so good. Um, they had a topic in the subreddit of sex. <laughs> Lance, there's some shit that's so good you can't write it. <laughs> okay. This post says, oh, f- Lance, I can't even do this. Um, dealing with butt acne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one of their, one of his <laughs> post was, oh, and switching out my underwear for cotton or lace, something breathable. Helped a lot. Uh, yeah, oh. I heard that it did, especially when you go to the dentist office. <laughs> butt acne, Lance. <laughs> okay. We might have to beep out this Redditor's name. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to. Okay. Here's another one. Uh oh, in the subreddit of sex, a word of advice for people who perform cunnilingus. Oh, that was deleted, but this person had a response at some point that said, oh, f- where did that go? Don't know about ball sweat, but if you want something that smells like swamp ass, you could add valerian to the mix, <laughs> you know, just in case that appeals to you or something. <laughs> well, duly noted. Lance. Don't know about ball sweat. <laughs> Want something that smells like swamp ass. Who wants something that smells like swamp ass? Uh, yeah, that's, I guess, start there. <laughs> yeah, we got to beat this person's Reddit name out. We can't. Okay. We can't say this Reddit name. All right. This All is right. just too much. This is too much, Lance. <laughs> okay. If somebody really wants to, like, go into these... subreddits and figure out what their name is they can do that but oh my god yeah we can't just publish their name okay done yeah so don't stay with your dentist right you're fine yeah, back to you the- got other shit you got other shit you got to work out go see your dermatologist <laughs> yes yeah that butt acne is probably going to be a problem maybe if you weren't so weren't so moist all the time you wouldn't have so much butt acne <laughs> 
this. <laughs> you know, it's like I love that when someone has acne, like someone has zits on their back, okay. they call it backne. Okay. We got to come up with a better word for butt acne. <laughs> yeah. What would you? I mean, that's, I'm going to have to work on this. Okay. Um, we're like way late in the show. I don't think we have time to work out this no. portmanteau. No. Okay. Um, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do some homework on this for next time. So be thinking about it, listeners. Like what's the back knee version of butt acne? Um, <laughs> That's so good. That is so good. Uh, well, Lance, that's going to just about okay. do it. Okay. Uh, this demented roller coaster ride we've been on. <sighs> Whose turn is it for a song? Please tell me it's yours. It's mine. It's mine. Thank God. Now, I, uh, are we at court? Yeah, you, got, you know what it is? You got it chambered? I got it. I got it now. Yeah. All right. Let me hit the like closing shit, and then we'll come right back to you. <laughs> Share this with your friends or don't. I don't know if this is the one you want maybe, to share. Maybe don't start don't, here. <laughs> maybe you do. I don't. Okay. Maybe this is like the most stereotypical episode we've ever done, where be. we've we've ragged on dental schools, so we've made fun of, of illiterate dental staff, <laughs> and then we've talked about <laughs> ass acne. acne and some sort of oral sex of some kind or another. Yeah. Um, so share with your friends. I guess I don't know. Be prepared to be judged. Yeah. Judge not lest ye be judged is something I learned at some point from someone okay. somewhere. Sounds good. Um, but that's how we grow the show. That's how we get, get the show into more ears. We appreciate anybody who would do that. Um, we hope we serve as some sort of uh, outlet for uh, the stresses of your week. And uh, if we do that for you, maybe we could do that for someone you know. Uh, rate and review us. Uh, hit us up wherever you're listening to the show. Um, Lance, what uh, what's your favorite number? Give me five. You know, I the the guys at Dope Lunch, Sean Vandeviver, uh, our good friend Sean Vandeviver, and our good friend Zach Miners are only asking for four star reviews. Exactly, and it's kind of ingenious because then it makes you want to leave them a five star review because they're asking for four. But man, we're just going, we're going for, we're shooting for the moon, Lance. Aim high. Um, a, a, shoot for the stars and you'll fall short and hit the moon or some shit. Something like that. I, I've, heard, I've heard. I've read something like that one time. Sounds good. Um, so wherever you're listening to the show, iTunes is best, but Stitcher, Spotify, the Podbean, if you're flicking through there, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, it! I said I would never <laughs> do that again. 2019, that's my resolution for the year. Uh, workinginterferences.com on the web. Facebook, uh, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Instagram, at Winterferences. Twitter, at Winterferences. Mash that follow button. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. You can find Lance on Instagram at Dr. Timmerman DMD. Lance, tell me about your song. Let's go to rock and roll school. Uh, not much of a school this week. I, I've been busy, distracted, and such. But uh, Smashing Pumpkins put out a new album. Uh, they are here in San Antonio playing tonight. Oh, nice. So I, I did not go. I'm here with yeah, you. Wow, sorry about that. Yeah, I, you're, you smell just you. you <laughs> your your musk is equally that of Billy Corgan's, as it should, as it should. It's because of all that Valerian. Root. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, I thought I'd throw out a, a nice old one from their other album, Gish. Not their recent one, but their I think it was their first one, and I, I like kind of in the vein of you and I 
we are not multiple, but we are one. So song number one on Gish is I Am One. I Am One. Do you remember in the 90s, mid-90s, mid, mid to late 90s, I'm talking 95, 96, okay. there used to be a rivalry, like a beef, what, we, what, what the kids today would call a beef, okay. between two bands, one of which was Smashing Pumpkins. The other was a band called Better Than Ezra. Oh, I didn't realize they had a beef. They had a beef. There was like a beef for like a couple years, and that was like... Back when Better Than Ezra was kind of a thing, yeah. and you kind of look at who won that beef. Yeah, I think uh, we know the winner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love Better Than Ezra. I think they're a great band. Yeah. Good is one of the greatest songs, but they are a side note in the history of rock and roll. They really whereas are. Mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins are a chapter. Um, so, yeah, yeah uh, that, was a, uh, that was a tough, tough look for my guys. At uh, at better than Ezra, yeah. but yeah, Smashing Pumpkins are, you know, uh, the the song 1979 came out mm-hmm. um, when I was in high school, and I was born in the year 1979, as were like most of the people I went to high school with, or most of the people I graduated, you know, with, are nice. all kind of born in the same year. Yeah, and so that was got a like, real big hit at the time because it was like, oh, that's 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 that song's about us, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Still a great song, though. It's a great song, yeah. From Melly, great, Melancholy great and the Infinite Madness. Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great band. I, I, I know there's some some stuff about what happened to them sort of in the last decade and a half or so and sort of the trajectory of, of their history and whatnot and, and all, all that. I, I, they're one of those bands that's like, man, if they could have just kept shit together yeah. and just kept making good music, you know, they were just, uh, man, they were, they were just unbelievable and still are and and hopefully they're around for for a long time to come yeah yeah i missed it they're here tonight man they're playing literally right now one of my hygienists is there Mm. i'm looking at her instagram feed um of her uh there watching uh watching uh the the pumpkin so cool do do their thing nice so this is what was the name of the song again i am you'll never know i am i am one I am one by uh the smashing pumpkins what was our uh what's our what's our tagline lance i forgot uh, celebrate the foreskin. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, I uh, got it. I'm I'm good. Uh, so uh, this is uh, smashing pumpkins. Uh, so for uh, Lance Timmerman, this is Joshua Austin. Peace, and remember to celebrate the foreskin. <laughs>